Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the very first ever Get Animated podcast. Now, this is just episode one, so please bear with us. We are not podcast experts, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. CGT podcast. podcast. Hey, yeah, I'm Jason. I'm Randa. <laughs> and we don't really know what we're doing. We're trying our best. And we're both artists, and that's what we're here to talk about today. We do art. So our podcast is going to be talking about various areas of art. We actually have An animation a here today. We have to show you because I just did this. Hold it up more. Yes, we have a painting here for you guys. If you're interested in art and techniques of art, that's going to be what our podcast is about. And animation. Yeah, animation. That's a big focus for us, so be sure to tune in for animation and a little art. Podcast every Sunday, Monday. Bi-weekly. (laughs) Bi-weekly. Tuesday, Wednesday. What day do we want the podcast to be? Hmm. I'm thinking... Well, you have gaps on Tuesdays. Tuesday, no, Wednesday. 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 On Wednesday. Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Released at 9 p.m. TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely TBD. TBD on the the entire thing, to be honest. And we will be posting (laughs) with comment section so if you do have stuff you want to learn oh my god we cannot have a comment section yes we will have a comment wait a minute comments have been disabled for this comments have been disabled but if you find us talk to us don't do that we're the student advisory (laughs) oh we're part of the student advisory board the cgt student advisory board i am the president this is the vice president basically now what's up he's been promoted right here right now on film Wow, thank you. Don't make me scoot in. <laughs> this coming news-breaking <laughs> announcement. We have a promotion. So we don't really know po- podcast format. Do we want to tell them a little anecdote? Do you have a story from this semester you want to tell them as our one of our ending semester? Like a takeaway from this semester? My takeaway from this yeah, semester? Yeah, tell everybody, you know, for our first recording, you have like a takeaway. What's yours? Do you have one? Uh, you know, I come I come back to the idea of time management back and back again, and I find myself oh, okay. learning better time management. Like, I mean, you know, I could sit down and be like, I have four days to do an assignment. I'm going to slack off for three of those days, you know, whatever. Or I could do, like, part of the assignment today, then tomorrow, and then maybe the last day will be, you know, Thursday or whatever. So then I'll have an extra free day to do whatever I want to do. So that's nice, but also like it's taught me like to work harder in general. So like time management, probably. That's nice because I I still suck at time management a lot. I will procrastinate until the last minute. I'm not amazing at it. I'm just mm, saying. It's yeah, I'm, I mean, it's, I'm learning. It's, it's an a good thought, process. definitely. Mine would be um, <laughs> going into like the industry. I think like be prepared to just be at the lowest level job when you first walk out, unless you get hmm. like a really good. Um, rapport with someone and you start to network just like be prepared to walk out and be at the lowest level and that's okay you don't have to walk out and like work for Pixar Mm -hmm. like your first step Mm -hmm. yeah 
It's okay to be an animator and a barista at the same time. It is totally okay. It's fine. As long or a bartender. You... I don't, you know, whatever. As long as you're making a mixed drink and you or animate, you know. Blue Indie. Oh, I mean, I don't make mixed drinks, though. I, I drink water. You could make mixed drinks if you want to. I, I mean, I could is definitely there a policy be, against I could, it? Uh, I mean, well, drinking and driving is don't. Don't drink but and drive. But you can serve drinks and drive. It's a PSA. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Do you have any advice, John? Um, work hard, do your assignments, don't skip class, because as soon as you do that, it's going to become a habit, and just give it your all. Even if you think your work is really bad, turn it in anyway, because you'll get a lot of good feedback from your peers and your teachers. I like that advice. I started out freshman skipping all my classes, and I could, I, it took forever for me to kick that habit of skipping class. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think, I think a big port, like, we're back. I think a big portion. <laughs> I think a big portion of like attending classes and being in classes is like there's no point in being in a class if you're not actually there. You know, you're like you can be in a class and not be present. You know what I mean? Yes. So like if you're gonna come to a class and you're one, you're not gonna even work on the assignment that's like due or talk to people about the assignments due or something like that. Then like why are you there? Like you're just a distraction, you know. And as I used to be someone that was that person that was a distraction, so like I know it's annoying. I've been told it was annoying by people. <laughs> so, but I I mean that's why I try to strive to not to be that person anymore. I try to give really good feedback, and I mean I think it's great when you get to a point where a teacher can be like, I want you to be in my class because you give really good feedback to people. You know that's right. a cool like sentiment to have with someone. So I think like. I think being in, in a class and being present are very important. Like, and that's more than just like going, you know, attendance. Right. And I think it's also important to remember that like you're you can get the worst critique and the worst feedback, and that doesn't mean that you're terrible. Or you're a terrible artist. Like, we have a lot of very honest professors in our field, especially like Dan Baldwin, Josh Polk. They will rip you one if they feel like they have to, but that doesn't mean that you suck. It just, you never suck as an artist. As long as you're creating, then you're making something. And as long as you're giving it your best shot, that's mm. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think, like, everyone kind of hits a point. Like, especially this semester, I kind of, like, you, you are going really strong and you have really good ideas and you have a really good focus. And then something will happen or something big will change, you know? Yeah. And then you, like, readjust, you know, how you view something. So I think that like as an artist, getting hitting that end goal, turning in your assignments, like John said earlier, is a huge part of like what we struggle with because you can have a great idea and never finish it. Definitely. And then you know you just have like some drawings or something, and no one like make the piece that goes in your portfolio is what every every teacher will tell you. Every single teacher was like. It doesn't matter if you make a drawing if you know you're not gonna you don't think it's good enough to put in your portfolio, right? Right. Then why are you even doing yeah. it? Right. Don't waste your time like that. I agree with that. I'm also like a huge type of person that will start projects and then not follow through. Yeah. Because I get bored after mm-hmm. it becomes work. Uh-huh. I do that with almost every class I've taken. So mm-hmm. I feel that that can be something to work upon as well, and maybe find a way to make it enjoyable for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the storyboarding class that we're in with Dan, uh, we're making our animatic, but. Next semester, you know, are we going to make that into an animation or right. are we just going to have an animatic or something like that? Like that as like, and especially as animators, that's a question you're going to have to ask yourself. Like when you make a project, like for me, 
I enjoy special effects, so would it be worthwhile for me to spend the next month to two months working on an animation about boxing? Yeah. Or would it be worthwhile to make an animation that's more based towards my specialty or what I want to do, you know? So, like, and it, it applies to every field. It doesn't just have to be animation. Like, if you're an artist in Photoshop, like, would it make more sense for you to do, like, landscape paintings if you wanted to do portraiture or something like that? It doesn't make sense, you know? So you kind of got to right. gauge where you're like where your actual interests are at because you know I think why waste your time definitely and I think that's something you probably don't fully have an understanding I didn't at least until I was a senior I didn't know what I wanted to do or what I really enjoyed but now I have a lot of professors and I know I think we all do that understand what we're headed towards and so they understand when we don't enjoy doing one part of their assignment. So like this semester in that storyboarding class when I had to do stupid landscapes and I hate landscapes. <laughs> I like character design. Don't give me that background. I hate that. Uh, and Dan actually understood that and didn't grade me based off of, he graded me based off my effort, not off of if I enjoyed mm -hmm. doing the project. To be fair, to be fair, her landscapes are pretty good. I just want everyone to know that. Like I, 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 I hated them. them. They were good. I hated them, and I hate, I hate backgrounds. Like, like landscape, make, like landscape drawing and painting, like makes me like feel like Bob Ross. So like it's super calming to me. No. I'm just like I'm just like we're gonna put a happy little building right here. A little happy yeah. little bush. Yeah, and then I'm like, and then and then it, when it comes out, and I'm just like, and I look at like concept, like. And I feel like that's a big problem. You guys have this problem as an artist. Like, you'll see something like someone else did, and you'll be like, how can I ever get there? Get to that point. Yeah, and, like, like how do you guys deal with that? Because that's okay. so hard for me. Honestly, even if you go talk to Dan and Josh Polk and anyone that does art in our field, they all say they still have that problem. I think Dan says it's about avoiding that or understanding the how much time that person has been at their expertise. Mm -hmm. So... They say that it takes 10 years. If you're doing something for 10 years straight, then you're an expert. Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. I don't think that that can make, not for our field. I I don't think you can ever be an expert in our field. I don't, oh, there, I mean, I agree with it. I agree with it because you can do something like I can like, I can sit down and draw a two, 2D perspective thing super fast, like a city or whatever, and it'll be good. And that's just because I understand how it works, you know, like, and you don't have to be like an expert in that to be amazing at that. So like, I agree with that. But at the same time, like animation is something that you have to spend time learning and you kind of, it grows as you learn. You know what I mean? Well, right. So then how can you ever be an expert if the industry never quits? See, I, I didn't say expert though. I don't think, I don't think anyone's an expert in anything. Right. I don't think the expert is a word that exists Yeah, I don't think, I don't think you should strive to be an expert in anything. Because like it's like the um, saying goes, "Jack of all trades, master of none." You know. So I mean, like the field is so vast and complex. I mean, if you strive to be an expert in everything in your field, you know, like that's not gonna be like because I mean that really like can you call someone an expert unless they master everything in the comprehensible like field? And I mean like it's an animation or any kind of design is so vast. I mean you can't really be an expert. Yeah, I you totally could be, agree. You could be you could be really good at something and be like one of the go-to people for that field, you know? Like a leader, I guess would be the best way to put it, like the leading person on the subject maybe. Like you know how you like you say a doctor is like the leading doctor in neuroscience or something right. like that. So I mean you could say that for the same thing and like the guy who does like the water for Lilo and Stitch was like at that time was like the 2D water specialist you know so like that's the guy you hired 
for your 2D swatter. Right. So it's like the leader. I don't know. I'm rambling. No, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a good ramble, though, because I think that goes and connects straight back to when you look at other people's art and you think it's amazing, remember that that's your perspective. And a lot of other people may look at it and be like, that's terrible, mm-hmm. it's trash, it's garbage, I hate it. Or especially the artists themselves might look at it and be like, this is, I hate this. I see all the mistakes in it. But that same person could look at your art and be like, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So it is all just perspective. And now let's talk about what each of our specialties are for our fellow listeners out there who don't really know us and just want to learn more. Miranda, what's your specialty? Can I say instead <laughs> instead of specialty, I'm not a specialty at anything. I <laughs> Maybe someone would think I was, but I don't feel like that. Um, I love... 2D digital art. Not really painting, but something like that, I guess. And I really enjoy 2D animation as well. Um, My main focus in life is to be some sort of freelance artist, but I really enjoy children's books illustrations. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that. I enjoy that theme. I enjoy the color palettes, things like that. So that's what I've been working towards mostly for myself. Um, But my major falls under animation and spatial animation. Um, so I still had to learn a lot of the 3D stuff that I don't like, but yeah, that's what I focus on. It's mostly like freelance illustration. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Jason? Um, so I mean, I don't really, I mean, specialty, especially this early in our career, I don't think anyone can be a specialist. I I think it's, I think we're going to the area where we can be specialists, you know, we're focusing. So I think that's like over the next like five, 10 years, maybe I'll be, I, that's my hope and like my dreams are to be a specialist and 2D, I mean, 2D animation (laughs) is like, and I think the reason I really enjoy 2D animation is because I can sit down and work on an animation for hours and hours and hours and like I'll be happy you know and I'll enjoy it but like if I sit down and I work on a 3D animation for like 30 minutes I get annoyed granted like I mean 3D animation's faster in the long run when it comes to you know like seeing progress in your animation 3D is faster but I don't like 3D it's just like I'm sorry it just doesn't feel the same way 2D animation does to me I just like the way it, it feels when I draw it and the way it plays Welcome to our podcast where we bash 3D animation. No, I'm not bashing 3D. Okay, like, 3D animation is very hard. I'm going to say that 3D animation is very hard, and I value everyone out there that makes 3D animation. And I love the people who make video games because you have a lot of my money. But Actually, yeah, same. But I'm just saying that it's not for me. And, like, so I, I early, when I went into school, I wanted to be a game animator, and... Now, like, as I've worked and grown as an artist, I've realized that's something I could want to do, but I could never actually do and attain because it's not something, like, I really care about, like, when Mm. I get down to it. Like, but I love 2D animation, so if someone's like, I'm going to pay you a bunch of money, make this commercial, these special effects for this commercial or something like that, I'm like, okay, I'll be like... I'll get it to you in like a week. I don't like. I'll work on it. I don't care. Like I like. I'll sit down like at home and I'll work on animation for like three four hours. Like I don't care. And so you have the patience for two D, but not for three D. I don't know. I just don't like three D. That's okay. I, I hate three D. is good. Three D is good, but I'm like I'm like. Uh. I love what comes from three D animation, but I don't enjoy yeah. doing it. I like to. I hate modeling. I like to render. That's it. That's like I think. I, I think it's important. Like I. I think what three D animate like learning some three D animation has taught me is that even two D animation happens in a three D world. And that's exactly so like, right. So like that has it's taught me how to give more dimension 
to, your to my 2D. animation and how, and I think in more dimensional space. So that, and I also think that comes with learning in school. I think, I think so like, too. and that's kind of important too because, like, you don't go to school like especially our program. You don't go to school to learn how to be an artist. You, True. You learn how to grow as an artist you know what I mean yeah. because like if you go to the school and you're not and, like you don't feel like you're an artist you're not an artist you know like that's okay but like you might not be in the right field because like to get down to it what we do is art I and, agree and if you don't feel like an artist at the end of the day no one else can make you feel like an artist because you just don't feel that way yeah that, I feel like that's a really important thing to mention to a student of any field but especially our field you do not need affirmation Stop that. Stop needing to be affirmed that what you're doing is important and what you're doing is good or enjoyable. I feel like I have to be told all the time that what I'm doing is good or I hate myself and I fall into a deep hole of just hatred of everything I create. But if you feel good doing it and you're happy doing it and you see yourself making growth and progress, you're doing good. You don't need anyone to tell you or to give you that affirmation. Mm. And like, and a thing too is early, early as an artist, like you look for, you look for confirmation on art from mm. the wrong sources. Mm-hmm. And like, so you'd be like, Hey mom or dad, like, look at this awesome illustrator design I did. And it's like, show it to them. And, and reality, like they, like even, okay, unless your parents are artists in our field or in whatever given subject you're learning. Like, or they have a background in art. Like, if your mom's an interior designer or something like that, I mean, that might be more understandable or something like that. Like, my mom is, uh, she works at an elementary school. My mom does too. So, hey. yeah, so she, she helps with the front elementary part of the school. So, um, she's not a teacher there. She's, like, the administration, I guess. So is mine. <laughs> so, um, so my mom works at a school. So, if when I ask her to critique something, the critique I get from her is way different than if I would send it to you, like, John, or... Because you guys are both in my field, you have studied, and you know, like, it's like, I could show, like, I showed my mom this, my painting, and she's like, it's too bright, and I was like, well, well, I mean, like, it needs to be bright, it's an explosion, you know, like, it makes, like, to me, it makes sense, but just to the untrained eye, like, they can't understand, like, what's going on until you add more detail and stuff like that, you know, but, um, and that's, like, early on, I was showing my art to my family and stuff like that, and they're telling me, oh, it's really good, and then, like, later on, like, I look at it now, like, as a trained, more trained eye, and I'm like, no, that wasn't good. So, like, ask your professors. Ask people in the in the industry that you know. Like, don't ask people who don't really know what they're doing. Unless it's just, like, a fun little project or something, I guess. But right. Like, you know, if you want, if you really want to grow as an artist, you're going to have, like, it's reject, rejection. And, like, it's taking what people say and growing. And if you don't do that, you're, be, you're just going to plateau as an artist. And that's like that's just the honest truth. I'm like I get critiqued all the time on my stuff, and you know I don't. No one likes hearing that their work's not good or their work's not as good as it needs to be. You know what I mean? Right. And but like no one and like at the same time, uh, if you're really if you're an artist and you genuinely care someone like care about someone, you don't like telling them their work is bad, even if it is bad. You know what I mean? I you like, to but you still extent, have to tell them. You still have to tell them and be honest. But with them. there's a way to tell someone. A critique is not looking at you and saying like this sucks. A critique is looking at you and saying, let me tell you what you could possibly do to this to make it better. Because what I think sucks, yeah, someone else might like as a style choice. Yeah, yeah. That actually, that's a really good. That is a good point though, because like. Let's say I don't know. Actually, I don't. I've never dealt with an art director, so I was going to talk about art directors, but like. 
that would have gone. I haven't that either. Gone, that would have gone nowhere. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, um, some people like if you're working on, uh, uh, let's say like uh, what's it called, Midnight After Christmas? Is that what it's called or Nightmare Before Christmas? Nightmare Before Christmas. That has a very distinctive style. Yeah. So let's say that like one of the designers for that brought that to like an art director, but they wanted something that looked like more like up. You know yeah. what I mean? Those are very different things. Like they're not one's not bad, one's not good, but they're very different. So yeah. like let's say I we are turning in an assignment and we want a painterly like style and you turn something in that looks a vectorized like image, you know? Mm-hmm. So Vectorized image is like something you would make an illustrator, like an icon or something that's like straight lines and simple strokes shapes. And stuff. Yeah, and like things. Yeah. Very, it's very different than like a paint, a painterly like style. Should we be explaining terms as we use them? I feel like well, vector. I mean, vector vector might be like one that I might have to explain. Okay. So but they are different, and like I think that's an important distinction. It's you know, very important. Oh my gosh, like, it can change your entire project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like printing in RGB or CMYK. Yeah. It's like the same equivalent. Okay. Uh, is it that time already? It's, it is. Kind of is. Okay, happy, happy holidays, holidays. <laughs> from the Student Advisory Board and John. From your president, vice president, and former VP. Thank you. Thank you for coming and hanging with us. You've been great.